everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. And welcome to episode one of season five. So this is the 201st episode of the podcast. So I want to welcome everybody. If you're listening to this for the first time, where the hell have you been? And those who have stuck with me, what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, this is, some countries consider this a form of mental abuse. Now the subject tonight is singing. Years ago, there was a little show called American Idol. Perhaps you've heard of it. And it was unbelievably popular. And the thing about American Idol that I always appreciated was they had not just the really good people. Because some of the later shows that came along, you only got good people. Like The Voice. Everybody that gets on The Voice has been severely vetted. You know, you only get to see the best of the best. But American Idol, like, Kelly Clarkson was the one who won the first one. And she said that uh, she was talking to one of the assistants for American Idol, and they said for that first audition in the first city, they had, like, and I think that was where she auditioned, but they they had maybe a dozen people, and they, they had a full day they were looking for. There weren't the hundreds that show up now, the thousands that show up in every city. They had eh, 12, maybe. So they had assistants running through malls, just stopping people at random and asking them, can you sing? Come on down. We've got a TV show. You can win money. And so American Idol will show you not just the best, but they show you the worst. I mean, the people that just flat out suck. And you feel bad for them because every one of them had somebody blow smoke up their ass and convince them they could sing. Some of them were horrible. And then some of them, some of them when they got told, and this is where Simon Cowell really made his bones, he would shit all over them and in that horrible English accent say, that was appalling. I do a horrible English accent. He has a bit of an upper English and I can, I can only do like a, a cheap Cockney imitation. But he would crap all over these people. And there was maybe half of them that would, that little light in their eyes would dim quite a bit. And you knew that they knew it too. But the other half, including this awesome 1%, were convinced they were the shit. They were the greatest singers ever. And how the hell can you not see it? And they would flip out and chew him out and yell at him and then leave. And they would go off on Ryan Seacrest and chew out the cameraman for following them. And it was just... It was awesome. I mean, you're, it, it's like that, uh, the German concept of, of Scheidenfrau. Scheidenfrau? I think I'm saying it right or wrong. I can't tell. But anyway, it, it's it's just the, the breakdown. Somebody at their absolute broken moment. And it's awesome to watch. This is where I really turn into a bad person because I enjoy it a little more than I should. Psychologically, meh, we've been down this road before. But you got to wonder about that, that ego. I don't even think it's ego. I think it's, and this show started back when you still got paddled as a kid. So there's really no, it's not millennials that are, you know, they had one too many timeouts and they've never been told no. It's like, no, these were kids that, you know, back from a, a, the generation before, Gen X. And they're convinced they can sing. 
But I think you end up with that parent that just can't quit telling them how great they are. And, you know, I know I can sing in my car alone. I can sing in a group. I will never solo by myself. And there's reasons for that. Back before puberty hit, I actually took one or two lessons on singing. And then puberty hit and my voice changed and broke a lot for so long, you know, for a year or two, to the point that by the time it finally settled in, I was out of it. I didn't want to do it anymore. Same thing happened with Little League, but for different reasons. But anyway, all of that together, that can sing, can't sing, the mentality of those who believe they can but really can't, is what brings us to today's episode. No, you really can't sing. On today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, karaoke is considered cruel and unusual punishment in some countries. Amnesty International may have a file on this somewhere. But it truly is a cruel thing to watch someone humiliate themselves publicly all for the sake of the base entertainment of the mob. You know, ancient Rome made gladiators fight to the death for the exact same reason. But what makes people do this modern-day gladiator? Jaeger bombs. It's not just a lucky accident that the drink specials crank up several notches on karaoke night. Drunk equals karaoke magic. There's no other way to get through an untalented housefrau from the suburbs belt out a teeth-grinding version of Patsy Cline without enough alcohol to knock out a corps of Marines on leave. But it happens nightly, if you follow the circuit. Karaoke is an odd phenomenon brought to us by the Japanese. But keep in mind, these are the same people who brought us the Two Girls One Cup video. I don't even think you can still video that or search for that video anywhere. It's... If you haven't seen it or you haven't heard of it, think of something really evil and vile, and then it gets a little more evil and vile, and then it goes so far up the evil and vile that your body goes into a full clench and you may vomit or shit yourself, or both. Now, I include that just to put it all in the right perspective. Here's the top five karaoke songs of the night. Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. I mean, five times? Are you shitting me? It's a mediocre song at best. My Way by Frank Sinatra. The man is dead. Let it go, for God's sakes. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Also dead, but a song I really think is incredible. Dancing Queen by ABBA. Seriously, they're not dead, and it is a damn shame. Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger can barely pull that shit off. The fact that he's been making it happen for 50, what, 60 years is damn near unbelievable. I've seen him in concert. It's frightening. Now, I have no singing ability. This is a known thing. And yet here I am. I'm not sure who Lady Antebellum is, but somehow I am involved in singing a duet. This is so wrong. Damn you, Jaeger bombs. For those outside the know, a Jaeger bomb is a shot of cough syrup with a much higher alcohol content dropped into a glass of beer. The beer cuts the harshness off the Jaegermeister and kind of makes you drink it faster. 
That means two drinks consumed much faster than one drink. Recipe for disaster. Disaster equals karaoke. How bad is Jägermeister? There's a comedian that tells a really funny commercial. David Tell, the man's a genius. But he describes a guy sitting on a bloody bedspread with pieces of a body behind him and a garter belt hanging out of his mouth. Did I eat a stripper? He asks as the Jägermeister logo fades into view above. Jäger. That's a fairly accurate commercial, sick as it is. But people seem so happy when they do it. Then again, so do meth heads. So maybe karaoke is a way to indulge the really stupid part of your brain without the risk of jail time or losing your teeth. And at least in the morning, you're hungover, but there is coffee.